0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to what is, of course, your favorite podcast in the world, Persuasion School. My name is Jake Savage, and I'm joined by the beautiful, lovely, intelligent...
1: Mysterious...
0: Mysterious Alexa Savage, my wife. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. Hey, guys, if it's your first time here, quick background... On me, I'm a former door-to-door salesman, knocked on about 100,000 doors, then evolved into a sales trainer at a sales startup where I was the president for a while. We hit some fun, cool milestones, building a national sales team. Then now I teach the masses how to be more persuasive, how to be a more effective communicator so you can get more of the things that you want in life. Everyday things like raises, promotions. If you're in sales, great get the deals. If you're in fundraising, get the donations, uh, negotiate a lower rent, get people to go on dates with you, all kinds of things.
1: Just everything you want.
0: Everything that you want and need, just the ability to sell your ideas and move people to action. This is one of the most important aspects of life. And that's what we talk about here on Persuasion School. So typically we break down one principle or method on persuasive communication at a time. Something that's easily digestible and actionable, and then you can go out there and put it to use. And people have. We've got people actually getting raises because of uh, this uh, this podcast, which is amazing to yeah, hear. Yeah,
1: they should give you a cut of it.
0: <laughs> I should get a cut of it.
1: We. 50%. We, we should. Well,
0: maybe uh. you and I split the cut, but maybe we split it like 90-10. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Anyways, oh. yeah. So, but on Wednesdays, which is today, we've got a separate segment called Whiskey Wednesday, more informal. We had members of the audience requesting to hear a little bit more about me and my story, how I got into kind of all this stuff. You got some fun stories as well. Yeah. Crazy stories. Yeah. And today is no different.
1: No different. Today
0: is no different. So we will, we've got a fun story because it's a special day for Alexa and I.
1: It's so special. Yeah. Why are we, we recording today? What? Why are we recording? <laughs> Aren't we doing something fun? We
0: want to share this <laughs> special thing. event This is with so fun. That's, that's right.
1: It is beautiful outside though. So it's a little. Yeah, we'll get out there
0: soon. We'll keep going. Enough. Okay. So anyways, Whiskey Wednesday. Uh, More informal, we also try a brand new whiskey each Wednesday. I'm not a connoisseur, but I do love bourbon primarily, but I uh, don't discriminate against any type of whiskey out there. So sometimes it'll be scotch or maybe rye or whatever whatever we've got. So today...
1: Can I announce it? Please. Today we have an American single malt whiskey called courage and conviction from Virginia, which is cool. We're in DC. We're based so in we're, DC, so that's we're neighbors. That's right around the corner here. You so try we'll it?
0: give that a shot. Uh, not too much though, because I'm going to run for an hour after this. So Yeah I'm about to work out just but a I little want to sip. Taste it, yeah. Just a little sip. So anyways we try a different whiskey and then um, we'll usually try to tie the story into persuasive communication or something that's still beneficial. If you're looking for a more formal lesson on persuasive communication That's every Thursday. So any title that doesn't start with Whiskey Wednesday, that's where you can find more formal lessons on persuasive communication.
1: But today, love this. All right.
0: Lexa's drinking already.
1: I'm taking little sips. That's really good. That's so smooth. I'm excited
0: to try it. Here we go.
1: I did just brush my teeth, so I don't know if that affects what I'm tasting.
0: You're brushing your teeth. I'm about to exercise. We're both drinking whiskey. That's how we do it. That's how you do it. That is good. Mm. has it's like really a smooth. honey and cinnamon yeah. sort of vibe. Kind of a light; it's not too heavy.
1: Mm-mm.
0: Tasty. <laughs> Save the rest for post-run. Oh, anyways, man. good stuff.
1: All right, courage and conviction.
0: Courage and conviction. No
1: free pub. But <laughs> no if you free want, pub. They should be sponsoring this episode. They should.
0: They're not. Which is uh, going to count for some points against them. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so it's I didn't realize that meant free publicity. Yeah, the first time you said it, because right. we were talking. I think the first time you referenced it, I brought up the Vizzy drinks, and mm. I was talking about them on the podcast, and yeah. you were like, "Whoa, no free pub." So yeah. I thought you meant an actual pub, okay, like <laughs> alcohol. Yeah, that's fair. But I heard it on another podcast, right? And I put it together. Yeah. So.
0: I heard it from Charles Barkley. In case others Conan. don't know. Oh,
1: so you learned it pretty recently, too. I sure you did. You me some looks just then that made me feel a little like an idiot.
0: Well, forgive me. That was not my intent. That's okay. All right. Hey, let's let's go ahead and jump in. So today is a special day. <laughs> Typically, I prepare something on Thursdays, and Alexa doesn't know what it is. So she gets to hear it for the first time just like you do. She'll interject with questions, etc. On Wednesday, typically Alexa has a story or something picked out from my life, and she brings it up on the spot, and I get to talk about it. But today, March 3rd, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Big day. Is
0: our wedding anniversary. It is. Six years There's a fun story to go behind. Yeah, six years.
1: Very fun story. You want to kick us off? I don't even know where to start.
0: Yeah. Yeah, let's go ahead and just jump right into the story. So our, our wedding... Marriage altogether, really. But our wedding was very unique, very unconventional, and an absolute blast.
1: Yeah, not a lot of thought. Um, Well, okay, a lot of thought (laughs) (laughs) went into it. But the actual wedding itself, I don't think there was a lot of thought.
0: No, but it was fantastic. So we eloped. So here's here's the rundown. Alexa and I were friends for about a year and a half at least –
1: I think sometimes just I think it's closer to, two.
0: but yeah, at least we were friends for about a year and a half before we started dating. So by the time we started dating, we kind of knew, all right, if if we're going to date, there's a heavy chance that this could lead to a serious long term relationship and maybe marriage because we've been friends for so long already. But like we know each other pretty well. If we're going to date, we're kind of going to do this. And so naturally, we decided to date. A few months goes by.
1: Eight months.
0: Eight, eight months go by. Bye. And then Alexa left to Durango, Colorado, where we were, to go study abroad in England
1: mm-hmm.
0: for mm. several months. So fun.
1: Can I interject here? Well, of course. Because I feel like I get a lot of crap because we were dating and people are always like, well, why would you go study why abroad? would you leave me? Yeah. But here's the one chance I get to defend myself. Okay. I felt so confident in our relationship oh. that I felt, no, I'm serious, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know. all good. that I felt like I could study abroad, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to resent you down the road if I wouldn't have studied abroad.
0: Oh, like I held you back from going, and then we broke up, and then it would be...
1: Well, no, like or if we <laughs> stayed married, and I was like, man, I really wish I would have studied abroad. True. So I'm glad I did it. So folks, if you're in the same position, study abroad, man. Yeah. It'll work yeah. out.
0: Wanted to encourage right. you to spread your wings. So you did. You went away for several months. So I I had made plans to go back to Eastern Europe. And I wanted to spend two months in Eastern Europe helping out my buddy, Mihai, with his uh, anti-trafficking organization. And I thought, I'll pop over to – well, first I booked a trip to Iceland for a week with some buddies. Yeah, And then I was going to take off from Iceland to go to Eastern Europe. So now I have this trip to Iceland booked for a full week. And and while I'm booking these trips, you and I are talking about me coming to visit you after Iceland and before Eastern Europe. Right. And so I'm, I'm planning on proposing during this trip. Oh, oh here, here's what it was. I was going to go to Iceland, come visit you in England, go to Eastern Europe for two months, and then you and I would link up in Norway and Oslo. I I believe that would be part of it. That's kind of what we had discussed.
1: Yeah. And you were going to propose there, weren't you? And I
0: was going to propose there. Oh, and you were going to be on spring break. So you were going to come to Eastern Europe for a few weeks with me. Yeah. And then we would travel around and in Oslo. And I would propose. That was the plan. And I bought a ring and everything. It was just creating this whole scenario in my head of how this was going to go down. Had it all mapped out. So then at some point, one of us made like a joke about how it would be fun or easier or whatever logistically uh to just get married on this trip and it would make some some things easier travel wise yeah essentially yeah and it would just be fun and then that joke uh evolved over time to become a little bit more serious until eventually we were like should we just freaking elope in the UK and go ahead and get married, instead of just getting engaged.
1: Right, so the timeline would have been you go to Iceland, come to the UK, and then you still go to Eastern Europe, mm-hmm. but because I was in classes for the next, like how long were we separated, like two weeks? Or something, something like that, yeah. Um, which seems like nothing, but I remember it being <laughs> awful. Yeah. Um, and then I would meet up with you, yeah. On yeah. spring break or whatever. Because in the UK, they call it Easter break, Easter is spring over there. They're like interchangeable. Um, But spring break is like a month. So,
0: yeah. And you were going to spend that in Eastern Europe with me. So, we had this whole plan, and then we slowly just started chatting more and more about oh, well, what if we just got married and then we kind of turned this into our honeymoon? yes i think that was a
1: big part because we were like we're already over here it'd be cool just to capitalize and hit like as many countries as we can on our honeymoon
0: yeah exactly and i think eloping was also if you've listened to any of the previous whiskey wednesday sessions then you'll realize that eloping in europe is par for the course for like some of the other life stories and it just fits in well and also you know, as you get to know Alexa, you'll realize it's the same for her. So both of us just felt like this uh, resonated with us, this idea of eloping more yeah. than a big wedding. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah. So then the next step was for, so I, I, I decided that's going to be the plan. But in order for us to make this happen, I needed to come to the UK earlier. So I went to my friends who I was doing the Iceland trip with and said, guys, I'm actually going to be with you for about 24 hours. And then I'm going to go get married in England. And they thought it was nuts, but kind of weren't surprised (laughs) at all. So that's how it went down. But all this to say, I had still not met Alexa's mom. I had skied with her dad one time. which this
1: is where it gets kind of like I think back and I'm like, ooh, maybe we could have done that part better. (laughs) We hadn't met – the only person I had met in your family was Max, and I met him once. I had (laughs) met your parents or Andrew. Yeah. None my of your brothers. extended family, nothing. Yeah. Um. Jake had met my dad and my younger brother, but still hadn't met my mom. Mm-hmm. So I was in the UK studying, studying, <laughs> and Jake was like, "I feel like I need to meet your, both of your parents and probably ask them." Like, you wanted to do the honorable thing. Yeah,
0: we we eloped, but people knew this wasn't like a secret elopement. To no. clarify,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah so sometimes i think our families maybe that's where
0: some things get
1: a little confusing
0: so i agree or alexa's parents agree more so to meet with me in santa fe new mexico because i was living in durango colorado at the time and we would stay in the same hotel spend 24 hours together and some meals and connect because they knew that we that i was going to propose Mm -hmm. and that night uh, there may have been too many beers flowing, but I 100% told your parents of the game plan to get married in England. And we like had a lot of laughs about it. And I called you after, FaceTimed you, and it was like four in the morning, your time. Yes. Saying, hey, I spoke with your parents and like everybody's on board. Let's do this.
1: Which I can't believe you did that. I'd be so nervous.
0: Oh, I was I was so nervous bringing it up with them. Like I remember shaking on the inside because they were like, "All right, so you want to propose?" And I was like, "Well, not just propose. We kind of want to get married over there." And you weren't there to back me up, and your I mom know. was meeting me for the first time. It was just that was a crazy conversation. I'm but, so
1: glad I wasn't there selfishly.
0: Yeah, it, yeah, it was. It was. It was definitely awkward.
1: Although you said they reacted and they were like, "Yeah, sure."
0: Well, that's where maybe the too many beers things come into <laughs> play because that's 100% how it went down. Of course, later they would say, "Oh, we didn't know you guys were getting married." In England.
1: I I I don't I think my mom. My dad's kinda like, yeah, whatever, like Yeah, I think he remembers the the conversation. Yeah. Um, So
0: anyways, Alexa asks this uh sort of um college pastor will say, this guy Sam, if he'd be willing to marry us. Yeah. Who who hadn't met me. She's just like, you know, they're visiting. You wanna tell them? Yeah,
1: yeah. So let's back up. So I go to Bristol. Um, I start church hopping around or whatever and I finally find a church that I like and I start going into the small group where Sam and Helen his wife Helen are leading um these this group of college-age kids and they're just awesome like when you meet them you're just like I don't know those people that you're just drawn to immediately like that's Sam and Helen and so I'm in the small group for maybe a month a month and a half and we meet every week. And then sometimes we do stuff on the weekends or, you know, whatever. So I feel like I have a decent relationship with Sam. Um, and so I, right before you came to Bristol, I went to Amsterdam, which is a whole nother story. Well, let me tell you. <laughs> um, Nothing shady or anything. It was just crazy. We took a bus over there. Whatever. So I was in Amsterdam. And I'm hitting up Sam, hey, um, my boyfriend's coming to town, we want to get married, would you be okay, like, officiating, essentially. Yeah. And he was just like, what? <laughs> this is nuts. Yeah. So he obviously wants to meet Jake before he does this. He barely knows me. Um, and then Jake comes to Bristol, we get engaged that night. <laughs> three days before the wedding yeah. you proposed and then the day after we do like a crash marriage course with Sam at a Starbucks we spend like a few hours every day going over like everything I yeah, feel like it was, he was very intentional
0: marriage counseling in, in air quotes there yeah and it was great <laughs> I think it brought up a lot
1: of like questions for us and yeah and we sought guidance from other people like a few weeks before I know you talked to Zach and yep those kinds of things so um yeah, we felt we felt prepared, but and then at the end, Sam was like, "All right, do you guys want to do this tomorrow?" And we were like, "Sure." <laughs> and then he was like, "Where do you want to do it?" And oh, I was like, my gosh. "I'm not. I don't. I don't really know." And then he suggested the bridge. Um, yeah, so
0: there's a place called the Clifton Bridge in Bristol, England, and this is very iconic over there. Probably similar to the Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah, almost that big, probably not quite. But anyways, um, yeah. So we we ended up getting married 9 p.m. at night on this bridge that's equivalent to the Golden Gate Bridge. And we just did it right there. It was freezing cold. Sam Sam was more dressed up than we were because we didn't even bring like you know wedding clothes or anything like that. And he had an iPad with a whole speech prepared. I mean, they went to some serious lengths. Yeah, him and his they wife.
1: They got champagne. And oh it my was gosh, so cool. It
0: was so cool. Yeah. So that was a blast. So yeah, we we eloped in england we took care of the paperwork like a month later back in virginia but we got to spend our honeymoon which was uh several months or several weeks sorry in eastern europe we hit brashov in transylvania in Same romania fun. where dracula's castle is that's pretty cool and we went to the castle and then yeah we got we, in for
1: free remember yeah you sweet doctor yes yeah. Right. Took the ring off. I said, "Whoa!" <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding.
0: Yeah, it was. Uh, that was a good time. And then I, I think we. Oh yeah, we jumped over to Rome for a couple of days, and then Florence. Yeah, for a couple, like for you know twenty dollars flight, and then we stayed in a a hostel. We're literally staying in hostels. Sharing mattresses in we rooms had with other zero people. There, money, yeah, we by had the zero way. dollars yeah. to our name.
1: Remember, at the end of Florence, you were looking for um, coins Euros on the ground because you wanted gelato. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and then I we found went to them. Pisa.
0: Yeah, then we went to Pisa. Yeah, so and it got was
1: so sunburnt, it was and we went to Wales trip. and then Europe.
0: Wales and or then um, Norway? Norway. Excuse me. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Yeah, we did a lot.
0: We did do a lot. So. That's the that's that's the story. I'll post a photo on Instagram if you want to see it. You can you can catch me there. It's at it's Jake Savage. But uh I guess in, in terms of some takeaways here for persuasive communication, there are a lot of times where you will think somebody will say, No, I wanna I wanna bring this back to persuasive communication here. I bet you do. Yeah. I've said before. One of the things I, I strongly stand behind is never making assumptions. One of the reasons that we don't get the things that we want in life is because we don't ask because we assume the person will say no. And mm-hmm. usually this is a subconscious decision made by our you know, crock brain or whatever to protect us from being rejected. Right? Our brains actually treat emotional rejection the same way that they do physical pain or physical rejection, so yeah. to speak. Yeah, like literally the same amount of opioids and the same type of opioids are flowing to help us cope with this emotional rejection. So our subconscious mind will come up with all of these different ways to prevent us from being rejected. And one of those is just making assumptions. Oh, they'll never go for that. They, mm. they will say no. That, that won't fly. They won't be on board. So for one, me with your parents, I remember being so just fearful of telling them about this crazy plan to get married in England, but I brought it up in like, you know, they were both down. Your mom said she didn't remember later, but your dad was down and they were both down in the moment. And then you asking Sam, hey, will you marry my boyfriend and I, a guy you've never met and you've only known me for a month, basically? And he said yes. And then just going for it all together. Yeah. Yeah. Don't make assumptions. You might as well, you don't have anything to lose, anyways. I mean, worst they say is no. And then Carry on with your life.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So folks, for those of you that wanna elope, maybe, or want to do something wild and crazy. Especially in that's COVID also constructive, times. by the way. Not something wild and crazy and destructive. What what? Mm.
1: I said especially in COVID times. Oh yeah, especially
0: in COVID times. And you want to do something crazy but constructive, and you're not sure if you're gonna be able to get support or buy in, just ask. You don't know what somebody else is thinking. Right. Don't make a decision for them. Yeah. So you gotta go for it.
1: You got to go for it.
0: And happy anniversary to us.
1: Happy anniversary. We are accepting uh, cashier checks and (laughs) small gifts in the mail. (laughs) That's right.
0: (laughs) Actually, if you want to get us (laughs) an anniversary gift, buy a Persuasion School t shirt from the website.
1: Okay. But what do I get out of that? Actually, I'm just kidding. Those go to. Yeah, 100% of the proceeds go towards fighting human trafficking. Okay. That made me look a little bad. So, (laughs) yikes. Edit that out. (laughs) Just kidding.
0: Guys, if you are looking for more content, on persuasive communication, like I said earlier, find me on Instagram. It's at it's Jake Savage. I'm constantly posting videos on there, but also I'm, I'm, uh, sharing my journey in training for Ironmans. I'm training for my second one. That will be this September full iron man coming up. If that piques your interest, you, uh, you can follow along because a couple years ago I had never even swam laps in a pool or ridden a road bike or, uh, uh, ran a marathon and so now i'm getting to do all those things you so got, if you're got yourself a
1: garmin watch now oh
0: yeah everything just more and more tools are needed to yeah. uh, to continue more leveling more.
1: up <laughs> it's a fun
0: journey but anyways you can find some information there also if you have a question that you want answered on the show whether it's whiskey wednesday or the actual uh, lessons on persuasion on thursday you can reach out to us directly, persuasionschoolpodcast.com. Drop us a line. We will see it. So that's if you have a question that you want answered on the show. If you have a topic suggestion or you're looking to be a guest, we have interviews mm-hmm. on there too. Yeah. Go ahead and reach out. And then on top of that, one cool result of this podcast is individuals reaching out for coaching, whether they're in sales or just you know uh, starting entrepreneurs looking to build a brand, I get super excited about that stuff, just getting to work with people, problem solve. So if that's something you might be interested in, partnering up with me to work on whatever project that it is that you have, reach out and we can see if it'll be a good fit. We can chat more about working together. That aside.
1: Go elope.
0: <laughs> go elope, that's for sure. And we will catch you guys tomorrow, Thursday, for our more formal Persuasion School episode. So formal. So formal. Yes. All right. Thank you guys. Bye. Adios.